invite you to turn in your uh, Bibles this morning to Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. The same story is also found in Mark chapter 5, and I'll refer briefly to that. But, but for the account we're going to look at this morning, Luke chapter 8. When I begin reading at verse 26, they sailed to the region of Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the evil spirit to come out of the man, and many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demons into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged him repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into them, and he gave them permission. And when the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs. And the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this to the town and countryside. And the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear. When the people heard, it says they went out to see what they had heard. And when they came to Jesus, they found the man sitting at Jesus' feet dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Mark, in his account of this same story in Mark chapter 5, says that all the people of the region went out to see Jesus, and they were overcome with fear and were amazed. So Mark says they were amazed. Luke says they were overcome with fear. I ask you the question this morning, what's your reaction to this story? Maybe little reaction. You've heard the story. You're familiar with it. You, you, you've, you've probably studied it in Sunday school lessons. You, you've probably heard pastors preach from it. 
And so maybe there, there's little reaction on, on your part. And yet if you really consider this story, it's a, it's a weird story. And so what, what's your reaction? Let's suppose that you were hearing this story for, for the first time. How would you react? Let's, let's imagine for a moment. I want you to go on a journey with me. Uh, we're, it's a little village town, not, not too far from the, the eastern shore of Galilee. The people have gathered for coffee time, and maybe that's true in this town as well. I, I think most towns have their, their places where, where people gather for coffee. And in Sioux Center, it's, it's Hardee's or it's MJ's and, and other places. And, and no doubt, I, I'm not as familiar with your town, but I, I can imagine there are places where, where people gather to coffee. And you know how the conversations often go. We had a half inch last night. What, what did you have? Oh, oh we had about seven tenths, but I, I, I heard south of here, they, they had even more. Yeah, I heard out west, they, they actually even had some hail, but glad we didn't get that. And so the conversation goes. Hey, did you hear Chuck put his place up for sale? Chuck! Why is he going to sell his place? I, I don't know. Somebody just said it's for sale. But, but what's Chuck going to do? I, I don't know. And so it goes. And the conversation is taking place, and, and, and some new ones come to the, the coffee establishment. And you've seen them before. They're not total strangers, but they, they don't normally come and visit that place. And they come in, and, and, and they're... They're, they're all excited, and, and, and one of them says, Hey, you guys remember Herm? Herm, you remember Herm? Herm, you know, sometimes called Herman the Hermit? You know, the guy that lives out there by the, by the tombstones? You, you remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not going to believe what happened. <laughs> really? What? Well, we were out checking our pigs. Our herd of pigs, and, and, and we were just kind of out there and checking our pigs, and, and, and we saw this, this boat come to the shore, and, and, and some guys got out of the boat, and, and there seemed to be kind of a leader, and they were, they were walking on the shore, and all of a sudden, Herm, you, you remember Herm, right? Herm comes running down to the seashore. And you know what Herm is like? Herm is crazy. And he comes running, and he runs right up to that leader of that group of men. And, and for a moment, we were scared, and we, we thought maybe we should try and help them or something. But, but, but you, you don't know about Herm. I've heard some pretty crazy things. And Herm goes running down to this leader of this group, and, and it, you know what he did? He fell on his knees. Fell on his knees. This Herm that, that people have talked about, this, this Herman that, that people said they have tried chaining him, they've tried restraining him, they, they've tried all kinds of stuff, and he'd, he'd break the chains. 
And we thought he was going to attack the whole group. Instead, he fell on his knees in front of this, this leader. And so we wondered what, what was going to happen. And so we, we snuck a little closer and we, we listened. And, and this, this, this Herm, he, he's suddenly yelling at the top of his voice and he says, What do you want with me, Jesus? Son of the Most High, don't torture me. And we thought, wow. What's going on here? We couldn't believe Herm, Herm, who nobody's been able to control, was down on his knees, and, and he was actually asking this guy, this leader of the group, not to torture him. And he, he called him the, the Most High God. And the leader said, What's your name? And Herm said, Legion. Because we are many. And we thought, yeah, maybe that explains why, why Herm acts the way he does. Maybe he is possessed by a, a whole bunch of demons because, as we said, nobody's been able to control him. And he continues to beg with Jesus, and, and he finally says to Jesus, don't, don't, don't send us to the abyss. Send us into the and into the, the pigs, and he starts pointing towards us, and we're like, whoa, whoa. Why is he pointing at us? And why is he pointing at our pigs? And he said, allow us to go into the pigs. What? What did that mean? And Jesus said, Go. And just like that, our pigs started acting weird. I mean, uh, they started making sounds and they started moving all around. And all of a sudden, you're not going to believe this, all of a sudden, all those pigs took off and they ran at full speed. And they ran to the cliff and they went off the cliff into the lake. And they were gone. Now imagine you're in that coffee shop. <laughs> you with me? And you've been listening to this story. And, and first you're right there. And first, you know, as they start talking about uh, uh, this, this group of men that got out of the boat. And, and as, as they're talking about Herm, you're, you're right with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But partway through the story, you say, Whoa! You guys been hitting the wineskins a little early today, haven't you? I mean, you guys are crazy. What do you mean? Pigs started running and, and ran off the cliff and, and jumped into the sea. I suppose the next thing you're going to tell us is that Herm, crazy Herm, is okay. Well, yeah. What? Come on. And so the coffee shop empties out because everybody's got to see that, that this is too unbelievable. And they went out and they saw 
Herm at the feet of this one called Jesus. And he's dressed, he's in his right mind, and he's listening to Jesus. What do you do with that? You understand why Mark and Luke 1 says, when the people heard the story, they were afraid. Mark says, they were amazed. Don't you think you would have been amazed? You think if you came home from the coffee shop and you came home and you, you said to your wife, you're, you're never going to believe what we heard this morning. And you start to tell your wife and your wife says, oh, yeah, uh-huh. No, really? No. I mean, imagine if you heard this for the first time. And then you heard the results. Luke says that the people were afraid, and you know what they did? They asked Jesus to leave. Have you ever thought about that? Tremendous miracle has taken place. Demons have been cast out of Herm. And they asked Jesus to leave. And so Jesus and his disciples got back in the boat and they left. Are you amazed at all of this story? I'd like to suggest some reasons why you and I should be amazed. Number one, we ought to be amazed at what Jesus did and amazed at his concern for a guy like Herm. I mean, think about it. If it's true the way Mark and Luke record this event, immediately before this event, the disciples and Jesus are caught in a storm on the Sea of Galilee. So that means, according to what Mark and Luke say, that Jesus and his disciples traveled all the way across the Sea of Galilee through a threatening storm just to see her. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? That Jesus would care about somebody who's demon-possessed, who, who's living amongst the tombs, uh, somebody that, that everybody else avoided, somebody that, that, that everybody else thought was crazy. And Jesus came all the way across the Sea of Galilee for a guy like that? That's pretty amazing. Another thing we, we are amazed at is what happened to the pigs. And some might be tempted, well, well, well what about the pigs and, and, and what about compensation? I, I don't know all of that. We're not told. Some have suggested that this man needed concrete evidence. That when Jesus said to the demons, go, that 
this man needed to see something that would prove to him that, that the demons were gone, that, that they had been cast out. And, and so when he saw the pigs just go crazy and go running over the cliff into the sea, he knew he was free. Third thing to be amazed at is Jesus' power over the evil spirits. You know, it's interesting. Here were these, these demons that possessed this man, and yet when they came running to Jesus, what did they say? We know who you are. Most high God. They fell on their knees. They, they begged Jesus. Isn't that interesting? Do you know that some of the greatest proclamations of who Jesus is in the Bible do you know who they come from? Demons. Not from the religious leaders. Not from the people who studied the scriptures. Time and time again when you read through the Gospels, time and time again, it's the demons, it's the evil spirits who acknowledge who Jesus is, who fall down before him and are aware of his power. That's amazing. It says they, they begged Jesus repeatedly. And he gave them permission. One more thing to stand amazed at. Verse 35 says, The people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man with whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed in his right mind, and they were afraid. Now, listen to verse 37. Then all the people of the region of Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear. That's amazing. Have you ever thought about what other miracles Jesus might have done in that area? If they had not asked him to leave? What if they had invited him? What if they had celebrated what, what, what he had done for this man? What if they had invited Jesus and, and others could have come to Jesus, but instead they asked Jesus to leave and so he left? And I'm amazed. So what about you and I? Are we any different from these people? We know the stories. We've heard what Jesus has done. So are, are, are we amazed by his grace and love for us? Are, are we amazed at, at, at what he can do? Are, are we amazed at what he does for us? I hope that instead of just fear like these people, instead of asking Jesus to leave, we would invite him to come in. And we would be able to say, you know the song, the song that says, my chains are gone, I've been set free. But that can be true for us as well. Let's pray together. Gracious Heavenly Father, Thank you again for the reminder through this, this story this morning. 
And we stand amazed at your love. Even for a man who was crazy and demon-possessed, even, even for a man that, that nobody else cared about anymore. But you did. And you set him free. And so even today, Father, you, you come to us and you extend us amazing grace. We thank you for such amazing grace. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.